Welcome to Infinite Pulp, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm here with somebody special. It's me. It's Max. Yep. And I'm Max special. He is, he is special. Absolutely. Um, 100%. And Max, so are you. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I won't. I won't let anybody else tell me otherwise. You know, my mom told me one time I wasn't special. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? That's not true. I am special. <laughs> and so after that, we really, uh, I still, I still do everything for her. But, you know, still. No, she's <laughs> amazing. She actually does everything. She's the best mom in the world. Um, anyways, that was a weird tangent that I wasn't expecting today. Man, I have so much packed in today. But just before we get that started, let's just say, how you doing? What's going on? I am doing pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty excited, actually. A good friend of mine from back in college and actually the first Disney college program invited me to be a consultant, like a co-creator with him on one of his projects for a client. He's a professional videographer. He's been doing it for about a decade now and he had a gig that required some writing. So he reached out to me. He's like, Hey, you want to, you want to work for me? And so it's really cool because in college I would like road trip up to Louisville from Lexington on the weekends and like crash at his place. And we'd like do videos and stuff. Um, and so this is really like a capstone to that, you know, cause, cause it's finally like, oh, he's doing it professionally and we get to get back together and do this and make money. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, exciting. That's, that's awesome, man. That's yeah, really exciting. I'm loving it. Cool. Well, um, I picked up my final check today from my job. So that, um, that was fun. So when something is dead, something is reborn. That's how it works. We have the Phoenix, the representation. We should change the name to Infinite Phoenix. Um, <laughs> so, no, yeah, it was cool. It just went in there and it just picked it up from the recruiter and was like cleared up my desk. And I was like, all right. She's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. I got to decide if I'm going to stay in HR or, or move away from there, you know? Yeah. So um, other than that, though, things are really good. I know you didn't ask me if things were good, but I'm going to answer anyways. So. Yeah. I didn't give you an opportunity. It's not that you weren't going to. I knew you were going to. I just decided to go right in into it for you. Yeah. Well, when you're telling me how you're doing, there's no real point in interrupting you and saying, how are you doing? I know. I figured. You're yeah. off to the races. We're trying to be as efficient as possible here. So we like to explain things to you as in-depth as we can. Um, <laughs> so do you want to play the game now or do you want to play it later? Do you want I want to play first? I want to win the game now. I want to okay. succeed so, at the game. First things first. Um, we have to... Issue a correction and discuss the repercussions of what's going to happen. Okay. Um, I gave you a clue during our music episode that turned out to be wrong, and you ended up not getting the movie. And so we can just throw it out, and nobody gets the points, or we can reward you a point. Um, I told you Warwick Davis was in all the Star Wars movies, and he was only in Return of the Jedi forward. So he wasn't in A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back. So I had the, the wrong clue. So I think maybe we should throw it out. I think I would not have gotten to Willow whether or not that had been true. So I'm perfectly content to leave the points where they are. Okay. I was so, not that day. I remember that day very well. And I remember that I was real far off base because I loved the movie Willow. And I had th- there was just no hope. Like, yeah. so keep it. It's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to then. It was one of those things where when we were when we were doing Willow, I'm like, I, I, I know he's seen this movie before. <laughs> and I think he likes it because I, I like it a lot. Yeah. And we have somewhat similar tastes when it comes to this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And but I so I wanted to feed you a little more than I could. But I had to be like, I don't know, because some people don't some people's never seen Willow. You know, a lot of people never heard of Willow. 
Bless their hearts. If you haven't seen Willow, go watch Willow. It's incredible. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's really cool. Uh, it's it's so. really it's it's Pepsi to the Lord of the Rings Coca Cola. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's very that is absolutely accurate. And we're not going <laughs> to get into that at all because I also love Coca Cola. <laughs> So we don't even need to. Max, before we play our game, I do want to go through a few things, though, because our game leads into our total discussion today. Yeah. And so I have a few different things, though, that I want to talk to you about. Okay. Um, I started doing Let's Plays and I recorded two episodes of Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. I got to... Um, I died at the ladder before you get to the Bell Gargoyles. <laughs> With all those guys, because I went back to try to kill the enchanter, the channeler. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just like you know, just uh, I hate him so much, and I try to kill that person every single. And then because that, honestly, if you're playing through that that part, just run through it. Those guys don't give enough souls to make it worth it, and you can easily run through that part without getting hit. You can also funnel them into that hallway, and they come at you like one or two wide, and you can sort mm-hmm. of keep backing up back the hallway and down the stairs until yeah. you've killed them all. So what I realized, though, is as I was starting to edit it is um, I recorded it in 30 FPS output, even though I can do 60. So I need to go back and change that. Mm-hmm. And my file save was an FLV and um, Adobe Premiere doesn't use FLV. So I need to, to record an MP4. So when I tried to transition and encode it or recode it, I think encode whatever into an MP4 file, the first video I recorded worked. And I looked at it, I was like, okay, it's choppy, but I can kind of get by this because I didn't really want to record again. The mm-hmm. second video, I lost all my audio on both the uh, uh, on, sorry, on both videos. Man. That's miserable. And I was like, you know what? Not the worst. Some of the commentary wasn't the greatest, and I had to like cut and recut and do some other things with it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not super sad about that. Um, and I think I have a better idea. And I think I- I'm going to do this game no matter what, whether I have people with me or not. But I remember when – because my asking you to be on was more about – I think I enjoy making content with other people more than by mm-hmm. myself. And I yeah. just, that's, I like having, if I could have a conversation and play video games, I would, I would make hundreds of hours of that. Playing it by <laughs> myself is more difficult. It's, a, um, it's, it, it's an art form. It really is being able to like present both the game and ideas at the same time and even talk and play at the same time. Yes. It's tricky. It, it, it really is. And so, um, I really like the idea of having guests on, so I'm considering trying to have... I'm going to do this regardless, so I'm just going to try to have people on, but I'm currently talking with somebody on Twitter right now. Hopefully, he'll respond sometime um, in the next few days uh, about how to set it up visually so like your face, my face can be on the left side, and then gameplay can be in the middle. We can have mm-hmm. live commentary. Nice. Once I figure that out, we're going to do it. I got to figure that out, though, first. Um, and we'll just block a space of time during the podcast that we would normally do it and just do that instead. Yeah, and just very figure it out. fun. Yeah, that sounds so, great. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. And I, I wanted to have you on Dark Souls because it was part of our I'm, – I'm, I'm calling the channel Infinite Pulp Plays. So it's like an extension of this. You know? Beautiful. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. So um, speaking of video games, I watched the Cyberpunk show today. I don't know if you checked that out at I all. I did not. Um best part about it was is there's going to be a standalone away from the cyberpunk 2077 video game anime from cd project red coming out <laughs> in, in 2022 and it's gonna be fun. awesome so <laughs> i'm really excited about that um did they actually the they're partnering with to distribute it's it? tiger is the people who are doing the animation 
and I don't know. Who, but that's all I know so far. Okay. I don't know who they've who they're doing these sort of developers or I mean or distributors. Okay. Distributor, yeah. Um, but they could have it. I just I it was brief, um, and it could be out there right now. I just haven't tried to Google it yet. That's fine. Um, they showed a very very tiny piece of the game today, and like I'm already sold. I'm going to get a day one. But it was it was just like one really weird function, and it did like it was just kind of overall like underwhelming. And like I, the people I was listening to were like, I guess. We can look at it as the game is so huge, so we're trying to give you small pieces at a time. Yeah, but it was just—it was just kind of weird. It just kind of felt like there was a big deal, and then like you're showing 25 minutes of using Batman's detective vision. You know, like yeah. it's way better than that. It's cooler than that. You know, but that's essentially what it is. Yeah, no, I get it, and I—I I think I—I I think they are—they do it right. Like CD Projekt, right? They yeah. do it right. So they've never made a game I didn't like, and when they come at something like this, they know that they need to. They need to take it easy so they don't overhype and overpromise, and then people are disappointed, right? And so they take it easy, they take it slow. They've already delayed the game a couple of times to make sure it's polished and perfect when it releases. This game is going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it, yeah, and me I too. think I think it's absolutely worth it. And I think they're right to take it slow because you know gaming audiences are fickle. You know, if you gave them something really exciting, then they would expect something really exciting every week or two until release, right. and then. They nothing in the game is surprising anymore. Yes, that's true. No, it, you're not wrong, but I want more. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I'm going to play it anyways. Like, I don't need anything else. They could be silent for the remaining of like the next like five months before it comes out, and I'd still just get it day one. You know, like there's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no chance I'm not picking this up. And so the question for me is whether I go PS5 or play or PC. So. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to go to PC, though. Anyways. Um, well, the only other thing I had, I had a couple other video game stuff. Um, Battlefront 2 is awesome. I'm having mm-hmm. a lot of fun with that. I mostly play as a heavy trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Or I'll play heroes and villains, and I've, I've been playing mostly as Count Dooku. Dooku is apparently one of the best saber wielders in the game. Yeah, he's he has a duelist um, like power up that makes him like quicker with his attacks and more powerful with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. And he has like I love him. He, like, he has like great electric. Uh, his I think he has really well balanced um, powers. Some of the mm-hmm. other ones I feel like are okay and like whatever, but I feel like his are all really well balanced. Yeah, um, yeah, he's very strong. I I really his powers complement each other well. Um, my top tier is Phasma. Phasma uh, is yeah. Bay. Like Phasma <laughs> is the best. Like if you if you talent into this thing where when you get headshots, you kill an enemy with a headshot, your your cooler resets. resets? So, I have that with the heat with the heavy. So you can keep you never let go of the trigger. You just sit there and go beep 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 for like five minutes straight. Yeah. It's so gratifying. Okay. So I I have actually not I bought the game last week. So I've I have like I have less than a week of gameplay into this. Yeah. My my heavy right now is a level twenty five. So yeah. like I'm really I'm only playing with heavy right now. Yeah. Like I don't like I upgrade very like and I'm only playing Supremacy. Like every once in a while, if I just kind of want to like run around and like pretend I'll play uh, Galactic Assault. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I did one like three hour night session of Heroes and Villains. But man, Supremacy is great. Mm-hmm. Like I, I haven't, but I haven't played as Phasma yet. I haven't, I haven't played as a majority of the Heroes and Villains because like it happens so like yeah 
so few for, like times intense. for me that I'm like, oh, I have to pick the one that I have leveled up that can have like some hope of like helping my team out, mm-hmm. you know? So I always pick Dooku or like Yoda because those are the only two that I have like really leveled up at this point. Yeah, I've been um, playing co-op to, to learn the heroes in, in a less sort of team-dependent environment, right? And so by doing that, you're playing against the, the computer, which makes it a little bit easier. And so you can learn and help your team and screw up without like costing anybody the game oh interesting so co-op is just like are you playing against bots essentially yeah it's the ai but it's like enormous volume of ai like a lot of ai is it pretty much like 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 it was like the old galactic assault like the galactic conquest in battlefront 2 where it was like it's more like like, it's much more like just capture the points or defend the points in waves And so, uh, like, you okay. go from yeah. one end of one map to the other, trying to cap points or defend points from the in- attackers or defenders. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, we need to set up a time to play. Yeah. Because absolutely. Um, I don't have a job. I can pretty much play whenever you want me to. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're on, you should hit me up and let me know. Um, but uh, that's all I had for video games. That's it. No more. Um, I'm going to do a gamer tag change, I think. And um, I'm not sure what that is yet, but we may we may look at that. So the only other thing I had, though, before we get into our topic and we get into our game. Um, did you see that Splash Mountain's changing the theme? No, I didn't. Announced today. It's going to be the new adventures with uh, Tiana. So it's going to be a Princess and the Frog themed Splash Mountain ride, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, that'll be sweet. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. So I'm excited been- too. I'm really excited that Tiana finally gets an attraction. It's about yeah. time. Um, I am also really sad to see that go. Me too. <laughs> That's such a cute ride. It really is. Um, I mean, I worked at Splash Mountain for six months, so like, it's always going to be someplace like special for sure because that was my one and only attraction i ever worked at when i was at disney and so Mm -hmm. splash is just like yeah it's you know i have like the inner workings of it i'm so excited to go back though when it's like all redone like i also love the princess and the frog it's the last um disney animated movie that was done by hand and so Mm -hmm. it's kind of something that's really special to me as well um and so that i'm very happy with with that change you know, um, I'm into it. So, which means I just have to go to Disney in the fall. So, um, by the way, I think if we can, we, we may make a trip to Orlando when we have an ability to and try to go to Disney. So hopefully Splash will be available by then. Yeah. I don't think I'll be going to Disney this year. Like it's yeah. just, it's just such a breeding ground for germs. I know. I, I've talked, so I have talked to Rob and Matt about um, going and like, because because one of my friends went to uh, Universal a bit, and, and Rob has gone to both Disney Universal, and 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 just I just kind of like, just keep me informed, you know. It's like mm-hmm. I'm not at the point where I want to go yet, but just you know, when it gets closer, I have some free miles on my card that I started using for travel and stuff. And our intention before all this stuff went down was to go to Disney in the fall for it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go to Disney. We're just not sure when it's going to be. But my little brother's moving to California in August and my parents are driving down to Disney in, or to tour L.A. essentially. Interesting. In August. So I may go with them if I still don't have a job at that point. And uh, we may check out Disney just to kind of see, you know, yeah. like 
my parents are 65 and 63 like i think you know just be careful man i know be careful I, and I, I told them to and like i i'm at the point where i'm like i'm gonna give you all the information and tell you that this is probably not the best idea and we have to be careful mm-hmm. and if you still want to go then okay like i'm afraid for my life too you know like so i'm not saying we're going just we're going to update and see we're just going to see how things are you know but that's definitely a possibility and we did go out to eat um went out to a red robin from a father's day it's where he wanted to go mm-hmm. um I think we sat probably within like 25 feet was like the next people over, maybe 20 feet. They did, they did a really, really, I was really actually really impressed with, with their spacing and their distancing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was good. So good for them. Yeah. I'm impressed. Me too. Which maybe give me kind of hope because my partner and I, it's her birthday this Saturday. So we're going out to eat and she really wants to. So it's giving me hope that other places will, will follow suit like that, you know? Yeah, I hope so. so too. Okay, so let's talk about what I'm watching, and then we'll get into our topic. I'm so excited. We're pretty much right on track. That only took like 15 minutes. I thought that was going to take way longer. Knocking it out, baby. We're getting yeah, we're professionals. Is, okay. At this point, <laughs> we are. Here. We have 18 episodes up. You know, you know. We. I, I was thinking about we should do something special for like the 20th or the 25th or something like that, but I was just like, nah. We set out to do this for a year. Let's do this. At the end of the year, we'll do something special, you know, yeah. um, we'll, you know, when we accomplish our goal. So um, <laughs> what am I watching? Here's the game. I'm watching something. It's a TV show or a movie. I'll let Max know. And then um, he tries to guess it. We get five questions from him. I can give him two clues. I have a couple clues up there. I'm going to give him three clues today because one of these clues is really hard and I'm, I'm thinking of a different clue. So if I can come up with a different one right now. Anyways, he gets two clues and um Finally, two guesses. Um, so let's play. Our numbering, by the way, is all off because an episode that we recorded after our episode that went up about music and the episode that went up about video games and an episode that went up about my little brother. We recorded an episode after that <laughs> that we played the game after all those other ones went up and I put that one up this week. So... Like our numberings are all off. It doesn't matter. I am, I it am, doesn't. I am probably I, losing by a couple of points in any yeah, given time. I, I still have everything tracked correctly. It's just when you guys listen to it, one this week, if you just, this is June 25th. If you listen to the June 24th episode and it said that I was winning 10 to 8, like after the next episode, it's going to say like 7 to 8 or something like that. So just know that I'm just kind of for the audience, just know that the numbers are mixed up. Um, but I, thought it was really important to get last week's episode up last week or this you know yes so i i needed to get that one up um so let's get into it all right right. it's a movie by the way excellent is it live action it is live action is it a part of a franchise it's not all right give me a clue Okay, I'm going to give you two clues wrapped up in one because my I thought it's this other clue is not fair. You're so generous. Fun fact. Let me put it this way. Fun facts slash clue. The movie has to do with the topic we're talking about today. When the writer and director wrote this, they decided to do no research at all and just write the movie. And because – and the reasoning they gave was – And this is a paraphrased direct quote from him. 
is um, when people research and find the contrary, they usually just write what they wanted to write in the first place anyways. So why would I do any research? Like, cause I'm just going to probably <laughs> write what I want to anyways. I know myself. So like, there's really no reason to do any research on this. I'm either right or I'm wrong and I'm just going to do it, you know? <laughs> and so I thought that was kind of clever. That's fabulous. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the, it, the first clue is really the movie is centered around um, the topic that we're talking about today, which you don't know, but Max, sh- I hopefully should know, should know what it is. Yes, I do. Okay. Go ahead and give me another clue. Let's just knock them all out. Yeah. So this is a really tough clue. So if you were anyways, but there's anyways. The Japanese theaters that played this movie had to number the layers of certain scenes so people could follow along with it. And it didn't happen anywhere else in the world. From You're what I can read. Inception. Dang, you got so good. Yeah. I I wasn't sure if that clue was too easy or not. But yeah, like, it was it was too easy. It was but, the layers. But it's layers. such a cool, cool clue, you know? It is. That's awesome. That's a really cool factoid. I didn't know that. That's hilarious. I had to I had to include it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is exciting. Uh, I thought those were gonna be good clues. Those were great clues. That I obviously guessed. I mean they them, were so good they clues were for you. I thought clues. they were gonna be good clues for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta find out where where. Okay, here it is, dude. We're tied. This is, <laughs> we are tied. Got to keep it interesting for the folks at home, you know. So what a comeback yeah. story. No, this I was is down wonderful. By like, I was down by four or five points at one point. I love the fact that we're tied because I want this to matter because I think this this is <laughs> I think this is a bottle of whiskey we're betting on. Yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely, it is. And so I want, I don't want it to be a landslide. It's no fun when I know I'm getting whiskey. <laughs> I want it to be, <laughs> I want to, you know, there is, man, there's so much to go down in my head that I just went down that thought. Let's just move on though. Agreed. Folks, we're talking about dreams today. And I, I, I was just like, you know, it'd be fun to talk about because I know who's sitting across from me right now. Um, and I know what his dreams are like. And I was like, I want to poke at that a little bit and have him talk about <laughs> some of your awesome dreams. And then, what I did is, is because I am not a scientist and I don't think Max is either, but to I do knowledge. like to be, um, we do like to like have some sort of like idea. Um, so I went to a website and I'm going to post this in the descriptions and on my Twitter and Instagram, whenever I put this up today or whenever, um, for where you guys can go look at this. Anyways, I read an article from a doctor or it looks like somebody who's been exploring dreams and um, for a uh, kid's website. Essentially, it's a science kid's website. And I was (laughs) like, this is perfect for us. It's just going to easily explain what dreams are and like what's going on. So I actually have some stuff that I kind of want to go through before we start getting into each other's dreams. Um, Just some fun things. And you can like ask questions or talk if we want to um, about kind of like the concepts of like what's going on. But like... I wanted to get just a little bit of science base on it before we get into like what we like to talk about and what our favorite dream yeah. was and like that kind of stuff. So essentially at the lowest basic form, the questions asked, what are they? What are dreams? Dreams are thoughts during sleep that we can recall when we wake up. If we want to like just lay them down at the very bare minimum. That's that's kind of what they're looking at right now. And there's probably a lot more that goes into all this, but we're just kind of surface leveling the science on all of this right mm-hmm. now. Um, 
so some really interesting things that you kind of get into about dreams um, is that they are one more likely to be recalled after you're waking up from REM sleep. So if you wake up from a lighter sleep or non-REM sleep, you're not really likely to recall most of your dreams. But if you are waking up from your REM sleep, you're most likely to recall your dreams. Um, And that's mostly due to the fact that we don't dream as much when we're in non-REM sleep. The sleep stages that make up the rest of the night um, and dream reports from non-REM, like non-REM sleeps are often like less strange than REM sleep dreaming than Mm -hmm. non-REM sleep dreaming. And so, which is, I think is really pertinent to our conversation because I am a very light sleeper. Typically I sleep last night. I'm pretty sure I slept for like maybe three or four hours. Um, Wow. I know Max is a very heavy sleeper. And so it's, and I think that's going to come out with the type of dreams that we have and like what's going on today. So I thought that was something I kind of wanted to lay the base of. Um, You are going to remember dreams more likely. You're more likely to remember dreams if you're woken up by somebody or an alarm, um, Mm -hmm. which I thought that was really interesting. And this um, might be. And by the way, guys, this is all from the article. So I'm just kind of pulling pieces out from the article. Um, The person that wrote this, by the way, is um, Rebecca M.C. Spencer. Everything goes to them. I'm going to put the link up, but go check out and read it. I'm leaving out a lot of stuff. I'm leaving out a ton of stuff based on memory. That's really cool. You should go check out. Um, But to kind of get back to it, um, the reason that you can remember dreams more if you wake up to an alarm clock or by somebody else um, is because you can still recall the memory when you're fresh. But said this might be because you can still recall that that dream memory while it is fresh. Um, But if you wake up on your own, you're going to transition through different sleep stages and possibly lose that dream memory as you're transitioning through those stages. Um, So dream recall also changes with age, too. So like older people, it's more difficult for them to recall dreams. Um, And like one thing that I really want to stress before we got into a little bit more uh, some of these, because I have a few more and then we're going to kind of get into some more stuff. Um, is the science behind this is really hard because it's really difficult. There's no way to just plug into somebody's mind and like project like a TV to see what they're like. <laughs> you know, you just can't do yeah, that yet. Yet, you know. So go go watch that Cyberpunk 2077 thing, and you're gonna see exactly because uh, that it's so funny that that watched that today. Everything looped and wrapped around because that thing they were talking about. Um, was I think called brainwave or something like that. And it was essentially memories of somebody else that you're replaying and you're like visualizing and feeling for yourself. And like, that's part of the world. So it's essentially dreams of somebody else that you're experiencing. Yeah. And that was, it was on the cyberpunk thing today. So we're all sorts of on point today. My whole point to all of that was the science is really difficult because there's a few ways to do it. Essentially, it's a questionnaire or like a dream. Ma- like people write down what they dream about or they questionnaire or they like are doing MRIs to this person while they're dreaming. Like, so just I wanted to highlight something that <laughs> they talked about, like when people get older, it's harder to recall. But recalling less dreams may just mean somebody dreams less or not at all. So like mm-hmm. those are their options. Like that's the science. <laughs> I'm just trying to stress of like. So if you dream less, we think it's either you're not dreaming or you're just dreaming less. Those are our two hypotheses right now that we're going with. We think it's one of those two. Um, so this stuff is all very like still like just just difficult. It's it's you know you. So I think it's fun and interesting to talk about. Anyways, um, 
It seems, as the studies have shown or looked at, that deep REM sleep produces stranger dreams and lighter sleep produces more normal or just no, no dreams. Um, so something that was really interesting that I kind of want to – I'm going to save that question to the end. Um, I'm going to get a couple into the science things that they did and then we're going to get into it because I thought these were really cool. And I'm reading these verbatim. These are just copy and pasted from the articles. So this is really cool stuff. The scientists that made maps of the brain activity that occurred when people looked at pictures of things like keys, beds, airplanes. Later, the people in that same study that were sleeping in an MRI machine, the scientists matched the patterns of the brain activity from the people as they slept to the brain activity of when they were looking at those pictures earlier. And then they had them write down what was in their dream. 60% of the time, it was accurate, which is, I think, incredible. So essentially what that's mm -hmm. saying is, is that people were looking at pictures of your brain. And when I dreamed of a cup and I looked at the cup, the picture of my brain when I was waking and sleeping looked exactly the same. Yeah. Which we're trying to prove of like we actually are visualizing, remembering and seeing things while we're sleeping. Like it's not just random, like weird, like things we remember when we wake up and are making stuff up, uh -huh. you know. Um, I thought that was awesome. And they're like, they go on to say like, although 60% is not perfect, it's like better than guessing. Like 60% to me seems pretty high. Like that seems pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, for that kind of stuff. Um, so there are some all, there's like another four paragraphs in there about how really cool memory things are tied to dreaming. I'm not getting into today though, because today's not about memory. Today is about dreaming, but there are studies out there that do show that you do remember more and dreaming is helping you process that through. Um, and the last thing I want to get into is how emotional dreams are and how they can be for some people. So dreams are usually emotional is what one study found. So we don't know if it's all of them, but one study found that most dreams are either scary, angry, or sad. Remind me, that's just one study. That's not everything. Um, but those are the dominating emotions that happen in dreams. Mm -hmm. So something that's pulled straight from the article, I'm going to read this verbatim. Dreams might seem to be emotional simply because we tend to remember emotional things better than non-emotional things. For example, in waking life, the day you got a puppy is more memorable than a normal school day. So dreams about emotional events might be remembered more easily than boring and non-emotional dreams. It's also possible that dreams are emotional because one job of dreams is to help us process emotions from our day. This may be why the amygdala and area of the brain that responds to emotions when we are awake is active during REM sleep. If you had a sad day, you are more likely to have sad dreams, but sleep also improves the mood. So sleep after a disagreement or a sad event will also make you happier. Mm -hmm. To me, what that's saying, and I don't know if you want to chime in at all or look at that, like sleeping and dreaming just helps you process stuff. So like sleep is an incredibly important part of your health, you know, yeah. like getting the right amount of sleep. And, and I think it, like, and I never really, until I read that piece of it, I never, ever considered my dreams helping me process things emotionally. But if that's something that I'm going to look at and consider now, like, that's a really cool thing. And I kind of want to get some more sleep now, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Getting a good night's sleep does such wonders for, like, your health in general, like mental, emotional, physical, all those yes. things. Um, I love that even like our brain never quits on us. Like even when we're giving it a chance to rest, it's not like not working. Right. So the fact that the amygdala is engaged during REM sleep for me is just fascinating. Like yeah. that is so cool that the part of our brain that processes emotions is like chugging right along while we're 
you know, sawing wood. It's just, I, yeah, it's, it's just so, I'm so happy that I was, uh, I was like, to be fair, we don't often do a ton of research when we jump into a lot of our topics. We kind of just sit up and talk. Yeah. This one though, I was like, you know what? I don't want to just sit down and talk about germs. I think it's really exciting. And like to like, I learned so much. So I really encourage you, everybody out there. If like you're interested in this, check out that link. It's really simple and it kind of goes through a lot of things. There's so much cool thing about memory and how non-REM sleep is like you're filing away things and it like gets deep into more mm-hmm. like REM sleep and how REM sleep. Sometimes you have really jumbled dreams because your filing system and non-REM sleep got jumbled up when it moved into the REM sleep. So all the things that you're trying to remember got processed incorrectly. Like they all got <laughs> filed wrong. So you're looking through the file and your dreams are really weird. Like... It's just some really cool stuff. And so <laughs> check it out. But that's enough of science. We're going to have fun with fantasy now and talk about real fun dreams. Because I kind of want to get into we have about 30 minutes left of this. Um, honestly, let's just have a kind of discussion about I sent you a few texts like I want favorite dream. I want to know if you had a recurring dream. I want to know what your dreams are mostly like. I want to know a couple of like the standard dreams do you like lucid dream? Do you have semi lucid dreaming? Like, let's kind of get into that kind of stuff. Um, do you want to start with any of that? Let's just kind of start with what are your normal dreams like? And I've talked for the most 35 minutes of this podcast already. So you go <laughs> now and, and I'm well, going to meet myself for a bit. It's also fair to understand that like you were talking, but you were basically reporting on what you had found during your research. And so that's not quite the same as engaging on a topic. So I don't count it. And I hope the audience doesn't either, because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm not getting my fair share of time at the microphone, because I promise you I do. Um but I think it's really interesting that you started by saying, like, let's get into the fantasy now when it actually it's it, it it's not right. That's what's so crazy about right. dreams is it's like this is a thing that happened that my brain made like this. This yeah. is it's you know, it's like it's like toddlers finger painting. It's a mess. And they bring it to you and their hands are covered in paint. And they're like, look, I did a thing. And it's like, <laughs> yep, you sure did. And, and that's a thing that exists after it happens. And, and sometimes you remember it and sometimes you don't. And I think it's just fascinating. Um, I love dreams. I, I am normally a very vivid dreamer. Um, my dreams are always very intense. I can't lucid dream per se. Like I can't always tell myself that I'm in a dream when it, I'm in a dream. But when I can, I can often retain the dream state and stay in the dream for a while and do cool stuff like fly around or like shoot lasers or become a dinosaur. (laughs) Like all the things that you would do if you had the chance to do whatever you wanted. Um, One of the most fun things I do when I dream is I am actually capable of going back into dreams. So like if I wake up and I'm not too awake, like if I get up and go to the bathroom or I get up and my alarm goes off and I, I snooze for 15 more minutes, I can go back into a dream again. Mm -hmm. And I often sleep late (laughs) because I'm trying to finish a dream. I'm like, I just want to finish the story. You know, like either there's some task or some enemy or some obstacle or something that has to be overcome. Usually there's a lot of like um, conflict and intense like challenge in my dreams, I think. Um, And so like I want to go back in so I can say I finished it. And so I'll like I'll I'll sleep for a lot longer than I need to and often feel <laughs> groggy because I've gotten too much sleep just so I can finish a dream. You know, that that makes so much sense now. 
I have never approached you in that situation. If you just said like, hey, I'm, I got to get back into this, mm-hmm. you know, they need me. They need me. <laughs> I have to go. I'm like, you go, man. I can't argue that. I'll get coffee with somebody else. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Anything else? I don't want to cut you off or, or start anything else until mm, I think it's really. Thought. I think it's really like a lot of things in life. I think you can actually ascribe a lot of meaning to it and find it useful or you can look too far into it and wind up chasing your tail. Right. So like um, my mom actually has like gotten a degree in dream interpretation at this place in Canuga out here in North Carolina um, and it's like a dream conference. And the idea is you get together with other people and you process your dreams and you talk about dreams and what they mean to you and other people's dreams and what you interpret from their dreams. And it's a way of reflecting and, and sort of, you know, providing a framework for yourself around the issues that are unresolved for you. So it's sort of like therapy, except nobody's professionally trained, right? They're sort of like, it's an emerging field. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating and she adores it. And it's really fun to be a part of those conversations because you can sit there and talk about, you know, I, I had a bag and then I threw it at someone and an owl flew out of it. And it's like, you can talk about that for like two hours. Yeah. Like what that means. Yeah. That's, I I just like, I like the openness to interpretation that exists in a lot of dreams. I think we should absolutely do that sometime is, is come together. If we have like, it's like some random Thursday when we decided to record and we had like both had good dreams on Wednesday. We should like sit down and start looking at them. It'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think absolutely. it'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, dude, I love dreams. I don't dream very often um, anymore. And I, I, I kind of like there was a time when about I want to say two years ago when I used to dream a lot and I was just getting such really good, deep, hefty sleep. Like every single night I was just like knocked out, felt so rested when I got up in the morning. And that's when I was dreaming the absolute most. And uh, it was awesome. <laughs> and that's when I, I'll share my favorite dream in a bit. That's where my favorite dream came from. And I still to this day want to it, for like make that dream a reality. It is so great and so good. Um, but I have like most of my remembering about dreams when I was younger and dreams about what uh, I think of them now or really just uh, like what I can recall are mostly like I don't like re- I remember two distinct dreams that I had growing up and my dreams I dreamed very boring which is why like I have one favorite dream and that's because it was the only really like awesome thing that's ever happened to me in a dream. <laughs> like I don't have those moments where like I have really intense, like, like really vivid dreams. I have more like um, some of them are more vivid, but not necessarily super intense. I have dreams of like, you know, like I have a girl that I like or a woman that I'm into. And I think that I, I have a crush on them and we're sitting on the school bus, holding hands and talking. And that's my dream. Like literally like those are as wild as I get on my dreams. So, oh man, we have lost max. So let's try to see if we can get him back before. And then um, we'll kind of go back through and maybe just re-record some of this. So give me a second. And we'll go from there. We're going to jump back in. Welcome back, everybody. I just kind of explained to Max the little part about just my most intense dreams are about just like holding hands with somebody on the bus or like going on dates with people. Like that's 
that's it. <laughs> like, that's my, like, my, like, my thing of dreaming. So, like, when I had, like, when I was starting to get, like, those really deep sleeps a few years ago, that's when I started getting some more, like, really weird, like, strange dreams. And I think I was just, like, more into REM sleeping. Because a lot of my life has been really just really light sleep. And I don't know if I've had, like, really deep, deep sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that's kind of why I wanted to brush earlier about the science part of it. It was, like, that's kind of a, you know, it's interesting to see that, like, just two people randomly put together can kind of have different experiences on their dreams. Um, and it really can kind of get tied back to how we sleep. You know, I don't sleep yeah. in very often, but I do want to say, and something you mentioned earlier is that um, I can do the same thing though. And it's probably, it's not as probably like attuned as yours is, but like if I'm sleeping and I kind of wake up, I want to go back in and experience more of that same dream. I can, I can definitely go back in and do that. Mm-hmm. And then also like, I don't know if like you've experienced this before, but like exist in like a half like sleep, half awake dream state where you're kind of aware you're dreaming, but you're like kind of awake a little bit, but you're like your eyes are still closed, but you're not fully awake, but you're like still controlling all parts of your dream. Have you like, that's kind of where like a lot of times all exist when I like, I go back into something like that. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. It's really kind of like, so then I just I'm thinking about it, you know, now I'm like, is that me? Like, because I really do feel like somebody can like snap their fingers. And when I'm in that state and I'll like jolt out of something like I don't feel like it's just me imagining things and visualizing them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not daydreaming. I really do think I'm like somewhat asleep, but kind of aware at the fact that like and it mostly happens when it's light outside and like yeah. I try to try to fall back asleep. So. Um. Yeah. What are your, what, before I get into some like favorites or like if you have any recurring dreams, you know, I think you answered it a little bit. Um, but what, what are your normal dreams like? And you said they're kind of vivid and intense, but can they you give are, us just yeah. an example? It's usually of about something? struggle, struggle of some kind. Like I think I have a lot of like unresolved existential stuff in my life, like, you know, professionally and like ethically, just like what I'm going to do with myself. Right. And like there's, there's so many parts of me that are so passionate and I love so many things. Uh, and I don't always know which one to choose. And I think that often manifests in my dreams as struggle and conflict. And so I'll have these like epic dreams and often, you know, it's just because of video games, like with all the Star Wars Battlefront 2 I've been playing, I had some Star Wars dreams where I was like a trooper, just like in the field, like trying to make it and like living a trooper life, Dungeons and Dragons style, where you're just like <laughs> on the ship, like living that in that world. And it was really like slice of life. It was really bland. It wasn't too exciting, but it like it happened, which is interesting because the game is all about action. So I wonder if that was like my brain trying to like balance out the action that happens in the game with some sort of like calm. Here's the other side of the life that you see happening on screen sort of things. Um, But in general, they tend to be full of conflict and fighting and like, we often have like, you know, anime fight style dreams <laughs> where I'm like a martial yeah. arts master and I'm trying to fight somebody. And often what happens is um, I'm not quite good enough, right? Like in, in the dreams, I'm always like just shy of being able to, to win. And then I wake up and I'm like, no, 
<laughs> so I'll go back into the dream <laughs> to try to to try to like amp myself up and like carry that energy with me, that decisiveness into the dream to be able to win. <laughs> uh, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I think that's part of why I like going back to sleep so much is to see if I can actually like yeah. make a difference. That's really fascinating. Uh, I also fall short in my dreams almost always. <laughs> like I'll be sitting there, you know, on a date holding hands with somebody and I'll wake up before we ever had like a, like have a good night kiss or like, like, you know, it's just, it's always just like, and then I never go back in though. I'm never like, you know what? I gotta go get that. I got, I, I'll be right back. Hold on a second. <laughs> let me, let me go back in. But I do think if I was fighting the rebel scum, I, I would want to go back in, you know, like I'd want to be, you know what? The rebel did the galactic empire creates order mm-hmm. we need to have it you know like we must and so yeah i definitely would probably go back go back <laughs> in um those that yeah, most of my own like, like i said i i don't dream a whole lot anymore and so i don't like or i do and i don't remember it or i'm not experiencing a lot of rem slight sleep you know um and so we will uh I don't have a whole whole lot of dreams. I'm trying to think of like what most of my dreams are, are like when I do. And, and they're not like I can't even like remember. I honestly can't even remember the last time I dreamed and like remembered, remember dreaming other than like my favorite dream. <laughs> and that was two years ago. It's been a while. Um. So I want to get into... Recurring dreams and favorite dreams. Yeah, let's do it. You know, so let's do I'm going to say favorite for last because here's how I anticipate your favorite dream. Um, I would like not to tell us what your favorite dream was about. I would like us to share um, the story of what our favorite dream is. So essentially, like, give us a story approach to what your dream is, and then we will just take it from there. about what it's about. Sure. So do you want recurring or favorite? I want recurring first. Okay. Just give me um, a few recurring dreams and then I have a couple questions about and then I'm going to I want to end the episode with favorite. So Sure. So I think the recurring dream um the the one that pops up the most for me is one where I'm like in middle school. And I'm arriving at my new middle school after being out of the country for six months. And I moved into a different school district when I came back. And so it was like brand new world. Right. And um, there was a lot of tension and a lot of insecurity. And I really sort of curled into myself during that time, did a lot of reading, a lot of drawing, a lot of video games, like stuff, stuff that didn't need friends because I didn't have any yet. So, um, Typically in that dream, what I find myself doing is I'll like come out of the school after the day has either gone well or not. Like it varies. It's never the same day over and over. But I come out of that school and like I have like my mom already picked my brother up and I have to get home and I fly. And it's not like flying, flying where you just like, you know, you shoot through the air like Superman or whatever. It's actually swim flying. So like. The air is, like, thick enough that you can, like, swim through it like water, basically. Um, Still breathe just fine. And I think that's wrapped up in, at the time, my grandparents had a pool. 
And I spent a lot of time in that pool and I loved to swim and I loved the, the freedom of being mm-hmm. weightless and being in the water and being able to control your body in like 360 degrees, which is really cool. Um, so I think that's probably the commonest recurring dream I have is that swim flying dream. Yeah, that's cool. That, yeah. And that's 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 like a cool little dream. You know, that's like not a bad one to have. No, no, it I, could be a lot worse for sure. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really have recurring dreams at this point anymore. Um, other than like I have recurring themes and I've talked about that a little bit. My dreams are all kind of very similar, but they're kind of themed all the same. But the um, the recurring dreams I had when I was younger, though, um, nightmares, as you want to say, they weren't really nightmares. because I didn't like wake up a ton with them, but they were always the same. And I had them similar, like all the time. Um, and it had to do with a very specific, and I can picture it. It's just like a dark kind of gray building. I don't know if anybody has ever played control out there, but if you've seen visuals of control, just kind of imagine that, Mm -hmm. um, and imagine like just a large, large gymnasium with really nothing in it, just kind of a big box. And then in one corner, there's a doorway that's no doors on it. And it's a hallway and, and, I walk into the hallway and I keep walking down the hallway and I like I don't know what's down there. Sometimes I get all the way down there. Sometimes I get to the end and there's a monster. Sometimes I get to the end and there's nothing. Sometimes I never get to the end and I wake up. I never wake up before um, like I never I never like finish it. You know, I always wake up before anything bad happens. I always wake up before anything good happens. Like it's just a state of being. Mm-hmm. that you're kind of in it's very atmospheric mm-hmm. sometimes i'm being chased and that's why i have to run through the hallway but i always get there um and so for some reason that's just the one i always had um and and like i felt like i i wrote down that dream to like today when i was thinking about which one i always had and I came back an hour later and I wrote down always being chased because like that's how it felt. So I don't know if that's what it was, but that was like the feeling Mm -hmm. um, of it. And that's the one I got the most, you know, I I got um, and then my other one I got. I had another school dream that I would get to, but it was classic school dream. It was classic. (laughs) Show up. I just had a shirt on and I'm looking down and I have no pants on or like and like I'll get to school and I'll like sit down and in my desk and have no pants on and be like. It's, you know, and you know what it is, <laughs> and we can get into this. I don't want to now, but maybe we should, um, is like, it's like the Looney Tunes gag where you can walk across anything you want to, as long as you don't look down. Yep. Like, yep. absolutely. You know, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah. Like I could have survived the entire day if I just never were to look down because nobody else seemed to notice. You know, and it wasn't until I noticed that they also noticed, you know, it was really weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. a really interesting thing. But I absolutely have you ever had those? Have you ever had the the no underwear? And it was not just no pants. I, I was naked from like the shirt down. Like it was. Yes, gone. I have. Yeah. Um, but they weren't embarrassing moments where I was like. Like being looked at by people, it was like fear of getting caught. So I was like, I was in school, but okay. I was like in the bathroom no clothes there was a, a an assembly going on and i had to figure out like how to get out and so there yes. was like n- like stealth time right like mm-hmm. sneaking around and stuff yes, it was I, very I silly absolutely had those too yeah like they i got one or the others like it was either the stealth one or the one that was like everyone notices it was but it, all of them always seem to have that feeling that you just described they all seem to have the i have to figure out a way 
to get pants or leave this building without anybody else noticing. Like that is my now number one goal, you know? And so, um, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, and I was going to also ask you too, if you had any of the falling dreams, I've absolutely had falling dreams too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wake Uh, up right as I hit the ground. Yep. Uh huh. But for me, the sensation of falling isn't fun. Like, like free fall rides are terror for me. Like I do not enjoy it Mm, at all. I, Ah, it's one of those like weird, like adrenaline rushes that I really enjoy, but I dislike the feeling of weightlessness, but I enjoy all the endorphins getting released to my brain. Mm -hmm. So I still love that stuff. (laughs) Um, The other one that I, that I was just thinking about uh, my one nightmare dream. That's really, really bad was like losing my teeth. That's like the dream that I carry. And that comes with a very real fear of like not wanting to lose my teeth, you know? absolutely Um, and so like i've absolutely had that had that gone down um gone down before oh man i had one more too with the falling dream because there's another one that i always seem to have as well that's like a classic like everyone kind of has this dream too i'll come to me at some point or maybe won't that's just kind of how dreams work we may not remember them so it kind of fits you know so here's what i want to do um I kind of wanted to just run through them. I'm glad that we kind of had some similarities. We don't need something like that much time, like dissecting all of these or anything. Um, I just kind of wanted to see if you had those following the no clothes, that kind of stuff. Um, it's really interesting that we all, and you know, do you think that's part of like the, like, Oh, I know what it was that I wanted to remember. Did you ever go to the bathroom in the dream and then find out you went to the bathroom in real life? Nope, but it's a fear I have. So I have, I have I regularly have dreams about pooping. <laughs> I have never pooped my pants in bed. But <laughs> not yet. But I have that fear, right? I have that fear. It's like yeah. I, I realize what's happening in the dream. I'm like, oh God, oh no, wake up, wake up. And then I yeah. wake up and I, I'm like, okay, thank goodness. But of course by then I'm so stressed out that it's virtually impossible to go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> man. <laughs> I want that text message. And all I want you to say is it finally happened. And we'll both know what it is. <laughs> Any time of the day, whenever you wake up, just text, roll over your phone. We're like, it finally happens. So I'm like, I know. And I'll just put my phone down and I'll have a little smile. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll bring it up on the next episode. You'll um, never get that text. I'm just telling you right now. I don't think so. I refuse I have, to let it happen. I have, I have full faith in you that, that you can accomplish this goal for the rest of your life. Um, my I have absolutely walked into the bathroom in my dream and just gone to the bathroom and like woke up and been like, oh, man, another question is just like, I kind of still have to finish. Do I just like finish now or do I just go to the bathroom? Like you stop, you know, mm-hmm. like and so it's the worst. It doesn't happen anymore. It, but I think it happened like the latest time it happened was probably high school, I, I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe college once, like college age. I don't think so. I don't. I haven't. Don't remember ever having a dream like that. And I, now I can kind of catch it. You know, I'm like I definitely like woken up and caught it and been like, "Whoa, that was close." I should probably go to the bathroom. I <laughs> mean, if I go back in, I don't know if I can hold it back. So this what you're time. saying is it's too close for comfort. It is absolutely <laughs> yes. Um, also this episode is sponsored by any mattress company that wants to sponsor us. So let us know and we'll throw it in right here for you. (laughs) Um, let's do the last thing I want to talk about really. And that's our favorite dreams. Um, 
I have a very specific single favorite dream. And what I was trying to get at earlier is, is like, I'm just going to kind of try to tell you like, not necessarily what it was about, but just kind of go through what I was experiencing at the time. Like I'm going to try to relive it to you in a story. Um, and you can tell yours however you want to, but I want you to know, I'm going to encompass my dream right now and tell you that it involves Kurt Russell and ghosts. That sounds amazing. Please go first. Okay. I will. I would like to go first on this one. I'm going to drink a water. Hold on. Hold on. All right. I think we're ready. So time period unknown galaxy unknown. What we do know is that we exist somewhere in a small village town. And I want you to picture something similar to what you typically see um, any sort of fantasy small village town. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we get attacked. We're getting attacked and a group of us decide, you know what? We need to leave. We need to leave now. Um, and we are walking. And as we're looking back, I'm realizing in the dream as a single person, looking back, trying to take this with me my friend is dying he is he's dead he's gone and what's attacking oh us what's attacking us is ghosts and you see these ghosts running after us and this is when it starts getting really really good so uh, <laughs> i'm walking and i look over and i see very stereotypical of Aaron, this old mentor master walking next to us. And I don't recognize this person. And he tosses me a katana and he says, it's the only way. And it just registers with me that I have the only katana that can kill ghosts. (laughs) That's awesome. And so the next several, it gets better. Hold on. The next several heard this dream. We've been friends for a long time. I can't believe this is the first time I'm here. I have this dream written down. I remember one time we're going to interlude here for a second. I was the the day after this dream happened, or like a couple days afterwards, like I woke up and I said, I have to remember this. And I actually probably still have this someplace. (laughs) Um, And I wrote it all down and I took it to my friend's house and when we had it was Tuesday night with Aaron and Matt and we would just play BattleBots and watch TV and like watch movies. It was the greatest. And one night with a friend over and like, guys, I have this dream for you. And I stood up and I presented like a 15 minute present. It's I don't remember a lot of it. because I'm trying to do my memory. So I'm paraphrasing some of it. But this is generally what happened in the dream. Um, anyways, so getting back to our our story, um, our. Our our protagonists our heroes are they just lost their village they're walking and they look back and these i picture just these green very very similar to the return of the king ghosts that come and kill the pirates that do mm-hmm. all that similar to those ones and so i get the katana and i start going at it and i'm killing and i'm slicing it and poof, these little puffs of and like it's working I'm like wow this is actually working and <laughs> I see peripherally out of my eye right here on the right side. I'm right-handed, so I'm holding my katana on my right hand. I see a ghost running up next to me, and I turn and I slice. And here's what happened. I slice through the ghost, but as I slice through the ghost, I look over. My friend, who has just passed away, his wife, was carrying their only child, and I had just sliced through their wife's neck on accident. And so now... I hold this child. I'm like, I have to. I have to raise this child as my own. 
and we kill all the ghosts. And so I have the katana. I'm walking and I am pissed. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. I'm blaming the ghosts for everything. I should have been more careful with my katana swinging. You know, I should have looked before I swung, but like I didn't. And I'm blaming the ghosts. I'm getting mad at it. And I have this baby and I give this baby to somebody else. And I walk into this house. We're in the more modern setting now, by the way. I don't know how we went from fantasy village into modern setting, but now we're there. <laughs> I walk into this house and they, they're coming. They're following us. The ghosts, there's now zombies following us. And I look and there's just Kurt Russell sitting back, like leaning back with like his big white handle or mustache and like big like beard that he had for hateful, uh, the hateful eight. Naturally. Just, and I just look at him and it says, give me the gun. And like, I think I just said, give it to me. And he tossed me a shotgun and I just like stuck my hand out and grabbed it. And like, at that point, the katana was not the only thing that could kill the ghosts. And here's the best part about the, the, I think I had just been playing Titanfall too. So like it had been all wrapped up in doing like the, like acrobatic, like, like uh gunplay of that game. Uh-huh. And so, but the best part about it is, is I walk out and very much so like, very like, just imagine Bruce Campbell as Ash, you know, just like yes. talking the gun, saying something and just like, here's what happened. The Spice Girls, tell me what you want. Like, I like that song starts playing as my background, as I'm just murdering all of these zombies and ghosts <laughs> and it's like goes on and I'm like sliding on my like knees underneath people like shotgunning them from underneath and like doing all these acrobatic moves this is the favorite dream i've ever had in my life and that's kind of when i woke up it was great that's magical there you go <laughs> and i want to i want to read that book that may be right? the most magical dream i've ever heard like i want to read that book i want to see that movie i want to you know, I want to option the comics. Like, let's make it happen. I That's the moment I woke up. Like, I have to write this down. I have to remember this because that is a good start. That's good. We have mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. So good luck. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, that's like my only good fantastic dream. So I've had one really great, incredible dream. That's it. I wrote my story. I'm done. My odyssey is over. I don't so, but that is a good point. I should, I should, I should work on that story and make it more. I would read it in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll think about that. It's not like I don't have time. Yeah, it's true. All right, man, let's do it. What's your favorite dream that you've ever had? I think one of my favorite dreams. So there's two that are very closely tied. Um, one was epic and action movie sort of thing. A lot like yours. Um, so I'll do, I'll do a different one. Just, to kind of mix it up a little bit. It's, it's a little bit redundant because it involves flying, but like flying dreams for me are like the cream of the crop, right? They're what I want to be doing. So when, when I have one, it really just like makes my week basically. So, um, the the only part I really remember about it is like I was on a journey. I was on a hunt sort of like the, the beginning of um, Princess Mononoke after the demon attacks his village and he's sent across the land to like find the people who know about what killed it. 
Um, that, that sort of cross country journey, I was on one of those across this strange land. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and there was like this herd of Buffalo that like stampeded permanently, like across the land. Right. And you just had to like, keep an eye out for them, be aware of them and get out of their way. Right. And they were like a mile wide. So if you waited until you heard them to try to get away and you didn't know where they were coming from and you didn't move fast enough, you were dead basically. And so this was like just a permanent fixture of this land was this sort of permanent turmoil that was always happening. And I got to a point where I like, I was, I was so scared, right? I was in permanent fear of dying in this strange land as I was trying to get where I was going. And there was this moment like, I heard them, but I heard them like across the valley, like over the next ridge. Like I heard them far away and I heard that they weren't coming towards me. They were just sort of running beside me. And that moment of fear and then like immediate release from the fear um, was just absolutely liberating to the point that in my dream, I started running like in the direction they were moving and threw my arms out and just flapped once and like pushed down <laughs> like I was in water and like pushed myself off the ground and started flying. And I realized then that I would be able to avoid them in the future because I wasn't, I could fly and I wasn't scared anymore. And, and then like for the rest of the dream, I just flew around and like, I flew back to the traveling group that I had been with and like, let them know where they were. And so I could also like be a scout for these people to make sure that they weren't injured and like, it was just so transformative. And I like, I flew through the trees, like between trees and like up above them and just all around. And for like one of the longest periods of time I've ever been able to in a dream, I flew and just flew and flew and flew. And it was exactly as amazing as I thought it would be. And I loved it. And that is my favorite dream of all time. It happened once. Um, and this was actually fairly recently. This was like four years ago. Um, but it's really stuck with me because so often in my dreams, I get to fly and I love it, but it never lasts long enough. And that was a dream where I got to just enjoy the experience for a long, long time. Yeah, I felt like that was really similar to mine as well. And that's why I liked it so much is because it's just like I like it was the first one I got to feel like I was like part of something more than just like a moment in time. You know, like it felt like I was part of something that was existed beyond just like this is a 30 second scene in a film and that's it. You know, like I felt like there was some sort of grandiose to it. Um, I have a question, though. Do you think these would like do you think these are actually our favorite dreams or do you think that we probably have had dreams that we have remembered when we were when we had dreamed them and we remembered when we woke up and we remembered the next day, but we don't remember them now. Like, do you think that there's a better one out there or that would have stuck with you? No, I think, I think a lot of our best dreams are forgotten. Yeah. But just I like, too. I think a lot of our worst dreams are forgotten, you yeah. know, like there's, there's so much that we don't retain from dreams and it's a blessing and a curse, right? Cause there's so much opportunity lost there to learn and grow 
Um, but there's also so many nightmares and so many fears and anxieties that we've been able to let go of too. So I think it's, yeah. it's, it's the blessing of, of ambivalence, right. Of not having to know. Yep. Nope. I actually agree. I think that's, you know, I read something and I keep on hearing the stat and I've, I've, I've tried to look, I haven't looked it up yet, so I don't, I can't cooperate if it's, if it's real, but, um, that humans, when they remember things are remembering like their accuracy is usually around like 50% of what they actually remember when they're like looking at things. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, we're all on the same levy, like playing field most of the time, you know? So like, but like, that's just like, and think about how difficult it is to remember dreams on top of that. So right, right, I guarantee right. you that story I just told you was probably very similar to that. That probably wasn't the exact thing that happened though. Cause I'm like, just trying to go off the top of my head of what I remembered. Um, I do have it written down somewhere that does show me what happened, but I know I have it still cause I took pictures of that. Um, but, uh, I'm like, as I was telling, I was like, I'm pretty sure it happened this way, but I, I'm not sure, you know? Um, but I think it's fascinating that that on top of not being able to remember, even just the difficulty of remembering things, that there's even more on top of that on pod, like dreams. Like they're mm-hmm. just like it's just I want that. I want that machine of just plugging in and being able to like even if it could just record and didn't even play, like just record what I did the night before. Like it would be so much fun. It'd be so fascinating. You know, mm-hmm. that's the kind of like, that's what I want. Cyberpunk 2077. I want to, <laughs> I want something from my Xbox that I can plug into my temple so I can, <laughs> I can dream. They can do it. I believe in CD project red. Um, they definitely could and probably will. I have no doubt. <laughs> I believe. Um, anyways, man, anything else that uh, you want to touch on for dreams? We're pretty much at the point where, and so until we, unless we start interpreting at this point, like, I don't have a lot else to say um, about my dreams until we want to get into them. I think, I think the big question that I have left unanswered at this point is just like in the same way that we talked about, do we remember or do we not remember like good, bad, like, are they, are they worth it? Do you think like, is this added layer of, cause we've all had those nights where we're exhausted and we go to bed and we just pass out. And we don't dream and we wake up refreshed, right? Like, is that easier, right, than risking nightmares? Well, I think, I mean, that question is going to be different for everybody because I don't have like night terrors, you know? And I don't like, like my nightmares, like I did wake up a couple of times when I was younger and like went to my parents for nightmares for sure. But I mean, in whole, I'll start with the front. Yes, I think they're absolutely worth it. Like just that experience alone that I just shared that to me, I could have had that dream once in my entire life and had nightmares the rest of them, like every month once for the rest of my life, I probably would still be happy, you know, like Mm -hmm. that just like it's all about like, I think a lot of it depends on how you're going into it as well. Right. And, you know, we can say that about almost everything, but you know, if you are looking at your dream and trying to infer something massive from it, then it may not be worth it because you may have gotten to the point where you're overanalyzing or being too critical of something that you don't fully understand. But I think if you can just look at them as a, you know what? Maybe I'm feeling that emotion. Maybe it helped me through it. You know, like I think if you take it for what it is and not try to deep it, deepen it too much, I think they're a lot more worth it. But that's from somebody also who does dreaming you know like i've explained how i do dreaming you know what do you think Mm -hmm. i think 
I think for me, it's absolutely worth it. But I'm I'm like a gambler in that way anyway. I think like yeah. better having tried. It's better having tried and failed than never tried at all, right? Yeah, like I mean, I'm, yeah, it's I'm right there with you. You know, it's just like I might as well just I, I'd rather have them than the absence of. But the thing is, if you didn't have them, you wouldn't. You know, is it that that age old like if I'd never had dreams, I would never have missed them. You know, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I've never really stopped to consider whether or not they're worth it. I mean, for me, they absolutely are. But I can absolutely see how somebody would say they aren't. Like, I know I have friends who, when they watch movies, that they like they dream about that stuff. Or like, I have friends when they watch horror or nightmare movies, like that kind of stuff, they dream about that stuff, and that like really freaks them out. And like, that's one of the reasons why they don't watch horror movies. And so, if you ask them, would you rather? just not be able to dream at all like or continue to have dreams but continue to have these nightmares too like i don't know maybe the answer is different for those ones than they are for me for sure we don't know let's get somebody out and talk to them about it yeah deal find out so sweet man um if that's it i'm at the point in the movie where they're pretty much it's the climax they're like you know flying through the hotel room dreams are happening you know, and they mm-hmm. all look pretty happy in the in the van. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, say goodbye to everybody and have a great rest of your week. Yeah, um, you too, man. Goodbye, everybody, and uh, stay safe out there. You know, wear your masks. Obviously, yes. No, it has to be said. <laughs> it does. It does. It has to be said. Yeah, don't, said. please don't get complacent. Yes. I read such a sad story this week about a guy whose sister died. She went into the hospital one Saturday with like a light fever and a light cough, tested positive for COVID-19. By Friday, she was dead from renal failure, which is kidney oh, failure. And yeah. she was 23. She was healthy. Like she should have been able to fight this thing. Like, yeah, it's just the like, don't no, risk it. Don't risk no, it. It's not not worth at it. all. It is not worth it. You know. So, well, go dream then. Daydream about never things. stop dreaming. <laughs> there it is. That's the one I'm going to end on. You guys have a good night. Bye. <laughs>